There are two types of speakers, those who are nervous and those who are liars. But if you know the nerves are coming, you'll be able to handle them. You got this. Hey everybody, this is Speak Easy with Eric Egan. I've made a career out of speaking in front of people and a camera, learning a ton about this craft along the way. How to be comfortable and exude confidence, learning from my mistakes, which have been plenty, and becoming accustomed to harnessing that nervous energy we all experience. I say all that because I know how important standing up in front of a crowd of two or a hundred can be in all of our professions. And I'm here to show you, I can help you perfect your pitch. Let's do it. Okay, everybody, here we are. Welcome again to this episode of Speak Easy with Eric Egan. A small little milestone to share with you. This is episode 20. We are still just getting started, but it's it's kind of cool, guys, to, to look back on, on where we've been, what we've covered, and, and sort of the direction of where we are still going. And I have a couple things working uh, that I am working on in the pipeline, excited to, to show you. Um, but for now, let's let's get this episode up and running. If you uh, maybe you can hear some of the ambiance in the back room uh, in the background this is the second time i've done this and it's really cool to do it again i'm recording outside uh it's a september morning still trying to figure out if it's summer or fall here in tennessee you get some sometimes you get the the cooler nights and the cool mornings and then it tricks you a little bit you open up your windows you're having a great start to the day early on and then boom like midday uh, early to mid-afternoon that that heat comes comes back at you but it's it's still gorgeous i can kind of hear you know the birds talking, the uh, the the bugs screaming, whatever kind of bugs those are. But it's it's nice nonetheless. We got a nice little breeze going on. But hey, the focus of the message today is a carryover of something I brought you a couple weeks back, uh, having to do with small talk. But now, um, this is more of 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 a networking mindset, and I'm going to give you five options or five questions that you can use that you can always kind of take with you, have in your back pocket to make an impression. And be remembered. I'm approaching this with with a few things in mind, a few scenarios or environments in mind that I think you can use this for. Uh, something like a networking happy hour, a work party, or a meet and greet. Maybe your boss is there. You always want to make a good impression. A time where you're going with a friend to a function and you want to impress. Uh, keeping in mind, of course, that this approach is applicable in in an array of settings. It doesn't always have to be networking, but if you go to any social setting or scenario with the objective in mind to be memorable, to make a good impression, to make relationships, maybe there's a relationship out there that uh, is, is something that could breed a great friendship or a great professional opportunity. That is why I'm coming to you today uh, with this thought. It could be at a kid's birthday party, seriously, a, a work conference. Um, it, it will it will work into any scenario um, that you are experiencing, whether you're right out of college, whether you're in school and, and um, trying to, to make your way into the professional world as a young professional, or maybe you're seasoned and your life is more, more so the corporate setting. I want to cast as wide of a net as possible, and I think I am. So let's get started. The first point I want to make today is coming to the table, and I've already mentioned this, but I'm going to say it again, with a networking mindset. That could feel daunting because that means you sort of always have to be on your game. But that is okay. It's normal to have a feeling like that. But having these tools in your pocket are going to ease some of the pressure. It's going to make it easier. So along those lines, I want you to have a mindset 
of being the aggressor, initiating the conversation, taking that or, or sort, of, sort of hanging your hat on that, making that your, your go-to, the way you approach things, will make a big difference. I remember my dad always used to tell me, I played, I played infield in, in baseball in my younger years, and he always would say, Eric, don't let the ball play you. And what he meant by that is don't stand back as the, the ground ball or the, the hard hit is coming at you and let the ball sort of dictate how you're going to act or how you're going to react. You want to be aggressive. You want to charge the ball. You want to walk into a room or a, or a situation or a social setting with you are going to dictate the action to them. Um, be the aggressor. Initiate. And people will notice that. They'll notice that. And it breeds confidence. It'll breed success. It'll also draw people to you. Okay, number two, this is supposed to feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes, and that's okay. There are a few few things you can do in addition to being aggressive to, to break the ice, to get that out of the way. Shake hands right away. Share your name. Make eye contact. Come to the table with a smile and a positive energy. Even if you're faking it, sometimes it can be contagious and that it'll be, or in that way, It'll be that much easier to mirror. I promise you that. And finally, number three, this is why we're here. Ask any of these five questions, any of them. And I'm going to cast a wide net with them. And the first one I'm going to give you is an example of that. You're, in the, you're at the, the networking happy hour. You're at a meet and greet party or you went to your husband or wife to a function. You're trying to meet people. Maybe you're trying to sell something. Maybe you're trying to recruit, whatever it might be. Cast a wide net. First question, how did you find out about the event? That's basic. That's easy. But it, it can create plenty of, of avenues. Um, think of a tree and the branches and all the different directions you can take. This Something like this will create plenty of opportunities for open discussion that can lead the conversation in a number of different paths. How did you find about that event? Number two. What's the best? What's your favorite part about what you do? This is a question you pose to somebody. A lot of times you're, you are in a, a work scenario. People want, you know, they want to talk shop. They want to talk business. They always, nine times out of ten, they like to, to tell people their story. What's, the, what's your favorite part about what you do? What's the best thing? How, how, do you, how would you sell it? That's a, that's a great question that, that gets the ball rolling on somebody to, to speak about their background. Number three. Share something you've listened to or read. This is an easy one. And then you ask them the same. So you start, you know, you start the, the conversation. You could reference a podcast. You could reference a recent book. You could even talk about a show that you're watching on Netflix. Maybe it's trash TV. Maybe it's a documentary where you're learning something. Or, hey, have you seen the latest season of Ozark? Right. When is it going to come out? Um, this, is, this is a fun one. It's an easy one. It takes some of the pressure off a little bit. It's more of a entertainment type topic of, of, of subject matter, but I love it. And then finally, excuse me, not finally, number four, ask about other interests away from work. Again, this one doesn't have to be serious either. It could be what kind of music do you like? Have you been to any, any live concerts now that um, there's live music here in Music City? It's huge. We love seeing people back, getting back to live music shows. Been to any, any great restaurants? Have you heard about this one that opened recently? Your music, the college that you went to, um, if you have any trips planned or, or family in town. You see where I'm going? Think of it as a blank, a blank canvas that you can add anything you want to it. It's your picture. You are painting it. I remember, again, I'll reference that episode that this is a, a carryover to a few weeks back. We were talking about small talk. 
And I had mentioned how important it is to ask questions and then ask those follow-up questions. These are some of the examples that you can take with you. You know, I always want to, I always want to present a topic for you all and, and get your minds thinking a little bit. But then I don't want to sell you short. If I give you a technique on how to do something, I want to also provide the tools and the easy way to implement those things. So if I try to encourage you to create a conversation to improve your small talk talents, these are just a few ways to do that. And finally, number five, a type of question that will leave an impression and help you be remembered. Why don't you ask the best way to to continue on that relationship, to continue on that conversation. How can I get in touch with you after this? I'd love to connect. I'd love to connect for a coffee, for a brunch or a lunch. Are you on LinkedIn? That sort of thing. And that's not really, this is not one of those questions that's going to create a whole, you know, a whole nother range of topics in the moment. But this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying meet with the mindset of a long-term relationship. You want this wants to be or this this should be the benchmark, the starting off point of you creating a relationship. So it could be as something as simple as sharing, you know, your Instagram account or, you know, a phone number or an email address or like I mentioned, a LinkedIn account uh, just to create the opportunity, guys, to to meet again down the road. And maybe, you know, sometimes I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes this doesn't always work. Um, but sometimes it does. And you don't want to walk away from a situation saying to yourself, dang, I really wish I would have got their phone number. I really wish I was able to follow up with them. I have another question or I have a business opportunity um, or I just want to be their friend. And my wife and I talk about these sorts of things often. Uh, it's kind of hard for guys, I feel like sometimes. And, and fellas, if you're with me, let me know. Or wives or ladies, if you agree, I want to hear from you. Shoot me an email, speakeasyegan at gmail.com. But why is it hard for guys to ask another guy for their phone number? <laughs> it's just a thing, man. It, it, there is truth to it. I'm a firm believer. Um, real quick, let me run through these questions again. How did you find out about the event? What's the best or favorite part about what you do? Share something you've listened to or read and then ask the same from the person you're talking to. Ask about their interest away from work. This doesn't have to be serious. Remember, it could be their favorite restaurant. It could be the college they went to if they've seen any live music shows. A million things can fall into line there. Those are just a few. And then finally, ask or what is the best way to continue the conversation, to make contact with someone and to reach out to them at a later date. And you could probably scour the internet for similar versions of these, of these topics, of these questions, maybe different ones, in my opinion, some worse ones. But I, the reason why I brought them up to you today is because this is what has helped me personally in my career and my experience. They're easy to remember. They help you. They help conversations evolve. Um, they, get, they get you in the room. And this is all about, I say this at the end of every episode, be confident, be memorable, be you. You want to stick in people's minds at some point. They're scrolling through their phone or, or they're trying to, to refer somebody, which could be a, a, great, a great advancement for you in your professional life. And you just want your name to pop up, maybe just your face, maybe just a fun part of the conversation. Just keep that in mind, um, staying in people's peripherals. And then, you know, you want to keep others in your own as well. It, it, it goes both ways. But that is why I'm doing this. And that is why I'm recommending these specific things. Because I believe it will work. It's worked for me. There's no reason it can't work for you. Another part of this, and this is a quote that I carry with me, but it has to do with talent and skill versus effort. Some people are just have just that God gift ability. It's easy to see if you're watching a sporting event on TV, or sometimes 
let's say you're at a you're at a workshop and there's somebody on stage and they are just good they they can conversate they can connect with people it seems really easy for them it comes natural that's talent and skill and sometimes that can't be matched what can be matched and what you can conjure up what you can improve upon no matter how you're feeling that day no matter what your skill set the skill set you believe you have is effort in the quote that I have or that I hang my hat on that connects to that, it says, or I say to myself, if you don't sound interested, why should I be? At the end of the day, effort can carry you sometimes just as far as talent and skill. It really matters. It matters in the professional world. If you don't sound interested, why should I be? And I hold that so close to the vest because a smile, excitement, energy, want to, you know, give a damn, all those things are part of that wide net to capturing people, to capturing their attention, making you likable. Talent and skill can only get you so far. And sometimes you'll hear the op- the opposite of that. You know, effort can only get you so far. But if you're a worker, people will remember you. If you st- if you show up early, if you stay late, I'm a firm believer in the business world. That is what it, that those will be the things that get you those opportunities. If you don't sound interested, why should I be? And of course, that has to do with public speaking. You want to walk into the room. You want to show people you're excited to be there. You're, you're excited to be at that networking event. You're shaking hands. You're making eye contact. You're smiling. All of those things will attract people to you. Of course, you have to put in the time and effort in terms of rehearsing some of the things we talk about in the Speakeasy podcast. And that, that's why I want to, to help coach you on those terms as well. But effort will take you where your talent and skills can't. All right, my friends, I I just want to encourage you again to check me out on uh, the social media pages, Speak Easy Egan. You'll find that on Instagram. Shoot me an email if you have any questions about coaching, consulting, or anything on the podcast, speakeasyegan at gmail.com. Always working for you guys, always trying to think up new creative ways to get this point across and and to um, just to share my message because I I believe that what I've learned is something that I can share with you to help you. You know, I've done the, the dirty work, so to speak. And I think if I'm able to, to convey that to you, we'll all benefit. Again, stay tuned. A couple of fun things working in the pipeline I have going for you. And the social pages are a great way, again, to follow along. You can also reach me at Eric Egan TV, some personal stuff there. But I share all that stuff as well on the Speakeasy Egan Instagram page. Please give me a follow. Tell your friends. That's the best way for us to get the word out there. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon as I go. Remember this, be confident, be memorable, and be you. Take care.